When you bring your child home for the first time, you want a baby monitor you can trust. When you choose Stork, you choose technology trusted to monitor 10 million babies in hospitals every year. Stork continuously tracks your baby's pulse rate, oxygen saturation, and temperature. Visit MassimoStork.com to learn more. Stork, a revolutionary baby monitor, is born. Stork is not a medical device. Read and understand all product labeling. Massimo data on file. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. In my junior year of high school, this guy asked me on a date. He rented a Redbox movie and made a pizza. We were watching the movie and the oven beeped. So the pizza was done. He looked dead in my eyes and said, this is the worst part. I then watched this boy open the oven, pull the pizza out with his bare hands, rack and all, screaming at the top of his lungs. <laughs> we never had a second date. <laughs> what? <laughs> Maggie, what? So my reason behind this one. All of the oven mitts fell behind the oven. And yeah. We don't have to but take you got them out and now we have to wash them. Because we like use a towel and shit. Normally, when there's like no oven mitt or something, I'll use like a paper towel or something to like grab it. But what do you do if you don't have that? You, you grab you it. You have a towel. By your hand. I'm just, I do. Or but a shirt. It, take your shirt you, off. And <laughs> but if you don't. Mikey, are you crying? Uh, yes. <laughs> because I can see his logic. Mikey. Mikey. <laughs> All right, we're good. One, two, three, let me step into the moon. Am I the one you see when you get into the mood? I tell them pump them keys while I keep up with your shoes. We got a real nice thing in the pattern of the groove. I can feel it flowing through. I see the sun so clear when you roll it down your back. As a matter of fact. Hey y'all. Hey, I'm Mikey. And I'm Randy. And this is the Black Millionaire Marriage Podcast, where we give you an uncensored look into all we're learning, unlearning about grief, and learning, unlearning, and loving about marriage in real time. Welcome all new and veteran listeners. We're glad you tuned in. We're back. Yep. This is us. Yep, y'all see that back to back, week to week. Yeah, like no, the break is officially over. So this season's theme is grief, where we where we share <laughs> the sadness, breakthroughs, triggers, ways life goes on, and more since the loss of our son Noble. In this episode, we're gonna share some funny stories. Yeah, we're gonna be doing things a little bit differently. So in our first segment, we're going to read some funny stories um, as a break from grief, because when you're grieving, it can you know it can seem like it's all doom and gloom, but every once in a while. Even when we were like in our saddest, deep, deep, saddest, deep, deep, deep. we still found something stupid to laugh at. Yeah, it can't be all doom and gloom can't all the be. time. Yes. Uh, we will decide at the end of the episode who had the funniest stories. I'm kind of rooting for Randy here. <laughs> I am. I am. I have, I have a good feeling. I you have I a can, very interesting sense of humor. I hope I can get through them because they made me laugh. You have to read it without laughing the entire time. Okay. I think you can do it. Second 
is the fight or flight where today yes um it's another break, uh, grief and break, break <laughs> another from break grief. from grief oh my god uh where i'm going to be talking about the lack of respect that you have shown me since we got engaged on this one specific thing um engaged since we got engaged yeah this is i guess something i've been six holding on ago? to for yeah for six years seven years ago yep time to go ahead and just bring it to the uh bring it to the table you know how to hold on to something oh yeah Finally. i was triggered today you were triggered? I was triggered by something today. Yeah. <laughs> Finally, we're wrapping up with our PDA segment where we will share something we're proud of each other for and or express gratitude. Maybe. <laughs> we hope you enjoy. All right, woman, let's get into it. All right. You make me laugh. Yes. So backstory is I went down this rabbit hole of am I the asshole post from Reddit um, while I was on bed rest. And some days it really, really helped to read crazy stories from people asking if they were the asshole for doing either asshole things or not asshole things. They were actually really Um, funny. And so, yeah. So it really sparked this episode because that's what helped me get through doing bed rest and all those weeks not being able to engage or do anything and being scared out of my mind and so we decided to do an episode where we make each other laugh because during grief we had especially in the early days we had lots and lots of people do lots of things that made us smile Mm -hmm. and laugh we also had to like purposely go find things to make us laugh and things when you're drunk and high that's very easy to do yeah but when you're not (laughs) then what do you do right so yeah, so we're going to read some funny stories in general, not necessarily from Reddit, because that was actually harder than we I couldn't thought. find, it, it seems like all the funny went away from <laughs> from Reddit <laughs> since then. So, um, so yeah, we're going to do that similar to how we used to do love stories back at the, back in the day, if y'all remember, when we first started the podcast. It was a segment. We would do love stories. We would read love stories from around the world. And I enjoyed love stories. Me too, but some people, but some people did not, and some people did it. So we were like, okay. So we adjusted. Um, if you want to know what that sounds like, go back and listen to the first season. I think, yeah, I think after episode three, we started doing those yeah. regularly, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so again, am I the asshole? Our posts where where people, real life people, write mm-hmm. into Reddit with stories like, "Was I wrong for this?" Mm-hmm. And people will comment and be like, "Yeah," or like, "No, you need to get out. You were not wrong." Um. Yeah, they were crazy. I came across a couple today while looking for some funny ones, but it wasn't. I was like, yeah, this is not, not funny. This ain't funny. No, you're not the asshole. You need to leave that person. Yeah. So maybe we'll, I'll, I'll link some, I'll just link it to the show notes Absolutely. if y'all are interested. All right. So, Who's first? Well, first we have to say how we were mentally, emotionally, and et cetera before. Like, you know, well, okay, so how about this? When did you realize like, all right, no, I got to snap out of this for a moment. I can't be all in this grief thing right now well, Every, what was a moment what was a moment for you where you actually made an active attempt an intentional attempt to to distract yourself from your grief i don't know if i could pinpoint the first one um any of them any of them that stood out i can think of two that stood out one was when you just you just bust out crying we, we were at home we were um in the couches mm-hmm. the couch is still here in the team y'all can't see where i'm pointing we were sitting on the couches and you just you just bust out crying like it was just I don't even know what we were doing before or after. And I'm pretty sure I was either high or drunk while it was. I was drunk. I was daytime drunk. Um, and I just, I, you know, I just, I, had, I just started holding you. I was like, I like just, I just needed to, in that moment, just kind of like step at it for myself and just kind of like, 
be there for you because I would have gone even deeper into like a rabbit hole this particular day. I don't, again, I don't remember what specifically we were doing before. I don't, I don't even think the TV was on at that point because you were just asleep mm-hmm. or something. You just woke up and started crying. But like, that was one time Do you I have remember. a funny one? Or like, not a funny one, but like something where you had to go do something fun or something that you enjoyed? Well, yeah. Um, so before, before, before he died, um, mm-hmm. before uh, all hell broke loose, um, I actually went to a game with my cousin. I went to yes. the Hawks game with Brandon and it was... I was on bed rest, yep. You were on bed rest, but you were like, you should go, get out the house, I like go Bree do something. Over. Yeah, like in... I was like, all right. And so I went to the game and it was really fun. It was really fun. I talked about it on a previous episode, but that was that was the first time like I allowed myself to be like, all right, so today is not just pure sadness. Today mm-hmm. is not all terrible. My big cousin is going to come meet me and we're going to go watch basketball and we're going to have a good time. That's not exactly what happened. Again, as I broke it down in the <laughs> episode. Because my cousin is still my cousin. So we finagled our way from our seats that were far up to seats that were really close. Mm-hmm. And we had a great time <laughs> watching the game. Um, and it was fun. It was, it was a good time. But that's that's clearest one I can remember. Thanks, babe. What about you? Uh, For me, it actually... So I was in bed after Noble died. I could not get out of bed. It was just one of those days. And Drew had just woken up from a nap. And instead of being like, mommy, can I, you know, get something to eat or something? Um, she just climbed in bed with me and just like got under the covers with me. And from watching her do it, I could see how I looked doing it. Mm-hmm. And so I got up out of bed and I got us both some fruit snacks, tap into my inner child. And we went outside and we sat in the sun. And I think you were already outside with group doing something. But it was really nice to like... Mm-hmm. Like, nope, I can't have Drew down here in the depths with me. Um, yeah. She just did, she just climbed under the covers and didn't say a word. I'm just like, no. Um, so, yeah, that was that was a day that I purposely went out and got some sunlight. And I realized I need to keep doing that. Common theme here. Sometimes we need somebody else to just kind of help us get out of it. Mm-hmm. Including these people who I've told very, very funny stories. <laughs> okay. So my first story. All right. Lay it on me. This I found on Pinterest. It was shared. Uh, The funny story is from Owl City Official. We will link these if we remember. But for the most part, we will link these. Um, Okay, so one time in eighth grade, we had a school assembly in the gym. And for some reason, they gave each kid a glow stick and then turned off the lights and expected us to act like mature, young adults. But they forgot we were in junior high. So everyone immediately started freaking out and screaming and throwing glow sticks at each other. And then the lights came back on and the principal ran out in the middle of the gym, looking super angry, waving his hands and shouting, don't throw glow sticks. And basically all 2000 kids in the gym suddenly had the same telepathic mental connection because I kid you not, literally everyone immediately started hurling glow sticks directly at the principal. And I just remember laughing blissfully, blissful unicorn tears of laughter as hundreds of glow sticks flew through the air and bounced off the principal and then the kid next to me got so emotionally overexcited he broke his glow stick in half and drank the liquid inside and had to go to the nurse for drinking a glow stick (laughs) (laughs) you ever hear a story and you know exactly where it's going because that's what you're supposed to do (laughs) what grade were they in uh eighth grade what what do you expect eighth grade is to 
That was funny. What do you expect 10th graders to... It brought me a lot of joy. High school seniors. Turn the lights off while you got glow sticks. And you can't see who holding what College clothes. students. <laughs> Think I'm not going to throw this Anybody. Anybody. That was funny. Thank you. All right. Your story. Good. All right. All right. Uh, so I won't say the title of this until afterwards, but I will give a little bit of background. Okay. So this story stuck out to me because it's literally you. Oh, okay. This is you. Okay. In the story. All right. Uh, so a couple of years, I moved out of state with a boyfriend. Was super excited about it. Um, Hello. It just went blurry. Oh. Oh, no. Are you okay? Uh, it just started reloading. <laughs> oh, no. I'll start from the beginning. All okay. Right. So a couple of years, uh, I moved out of state with a boyfriend. Was super excited about it, but with reason, had anxiety about being so far away from family and friends. One of the ways my anxiety was coming out was with nightmares and night terrors. I'd wake up violently sitting up in a cold sweat, gasping and whatnot. On one particular night, I had woken up to the sound of our doorbell ringing, which at 4 a.m. in the morning is fucking nerve-wracking. So I shook my boyfriend fully awake and told him I heard the doorbell and to go check it out because I was scared. He quickly jumps up, puts on clothes, and grabs a bat. Goes all the way to the front door, around the corner, watching it. Um, I'm, I'm uh, oh, yeah. oh my God. Wait, he puts on clothes, grabs a bat, goes all the way to the front door and opens it. I, scared shitless, and peeking around the corner, watching it all go down. I see him step outside, and I nervously await the verdict of the situation. I hear him call out to me, babe. And I respond real shakily, yes. He stands in the doorway with real frustration, tired look in his eyes and says, we don't have a fucking doorbell. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. 4 a.m., Randy. <laughs> Any of this? Ring a, ring a bell with you? Look at that's funny. Randy, it's not. <laughs> that's, that's the problem. As funny as the story is, this is not funny. This is my life. Not lately. Randy, Mikey. yesterday. What happened yesterday? You did this on this morning. All right, so Randy has this habit of waking up and immediately asking a whole bunch of questions about shit going on when she is not fully aware of her situation, her orientation, the time of day, where she is. What did I do this morning? Oh my God. What did you do? You just did something. You'll wake up and start asking, no, what happened last night? You heard, I think you said, oh, I heard Groot. Groot was whimpering. This was like, this was when Bree was over. (laughs) Groot was whimpering. What's going on? I'm like, Randy, you just woke up. You were half asleep. No, this was yesterday. I asked, I said, was I was working and I said, why is Groot whimpering? You were like, I was singing. And no, I was no, no. Like, I'm talking about this was you just woke up. Groot was back there with your sister and you woke up saying Groot is whimpering. What's going on? I got up from my seat of comfort. I went to the back and Groot is asleep. Groot is knocked the fuck out. Any game make not a single sound. I don't remember this. Of course not. I don't remember You know this. why? Because you went right back to sleep right <laughs> afterwards. So I told you that we talked about this. I think like two weeks ago, I said, Randy, I want you to get in the habit of waking up first, getting yourself together. Maybe standing up, going to wash your face, do all the things you need to do to kind of get yourself together before you start asking. Ground myself. Yes, because Jesus Christ. Okay. Okay. So (laughs) (laughs) that was a funny story. Okay. Mine. What you got? This is from thefunnybeaver.com. Okay. Parents tell their kids they're getting divorced, but what they do next is hilarious. An elderly man in Phoenix calls his son in New York and says, I hate to ruin your day. But I have to tell you that your mother and I are divorcing. 45 years of misery is enough. Pop, what are you talking about? The son screams. We can't stand the sight of each other any longer, the old man says. We're sick of each other and I'm sick of talking about this. So you call your sister in Chicago and tell her. And he hangs up. Frantic, 
The son calls his sister who explodes on the phone. They're not getting divorced if I have anything to do about it, she shouts. I'll take care of this. She calls Phoenix immediately and screams at the old man. You are not getting divorced. Don't do a single thing until I get there. I'm calling my brother back and we'll both be there tomorrow. Until then, don't do a thing. Do you hear me? And hangs up. The old man hangs up his phone and turns to his wife and says, Okay, they're coming for Thanksgiving. Now what do we tell them for Christmas? (laughs) (laughs) That's terrible. That's terrible and you shouldn't play like that. However, I support that. No, because if I did that, you'd be mad at me. But I think that's the type of stuff you should do. You do what you got to do. Obviously, you have to use a death in the family for Christmas. No. Yeah. Because then that stuff comes true. Oh, no. Well, not an actual death. So-and-so is hospitalized. And this is maybe their last days. So we want everyone to come down. And then you come and you see they're perfectly fine and standing next to the Christmas tree. It can't be anything real. A divorce is a real thing that could happen. What do you mean? Paul. But that's different. When you know you're not, right, you know right, you're not. Okay. We don't know who's gonna right, die. So when are we whipping out the your mother and I having a divorce so that we can get Drew to come to. home? Drew loves us for now. <laughs> for now, I'm doing lots of mother wound work and all the things. <laughs> so I'm hoping by the time she gets older, she wants to be around me. This is a Chapman baby we're talking about. There is a rebellious phase that we have to. She just can prep rebel. For. During that time, she's going to want to be away. That's okay. Yeah, I'm just, just saying. As, just as long. I'm saying that we may need to do something to make her come back. You may need to do something. That's fine. I'll use a health scare. I'm not above anything. I'll lie. Your turn. Did you like this story? I did like that Don't one. worry. Mine is, I'm warming up. I don't do that whole thing where they drop the best song on the album as oh, a first okay, song. okay, okay. And then that's the only good song you ever hear. Got you. The whole album. I'm not doing oh, that. That's what I did. So, that's started <laughs> off with the funniest. So, from here, it's all downhill. Okay, go ahead. All right. So, um, name of the story is, now that's what I call stupid. Oh, no. This stuck out to me because, remember the old CDs of now that's what I call music? Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's no other reason. I just like the title. All right. In my junior year of high school, this guy asked me on a date. He rented a Redbox movie and made a pizza. We were watching the movie and the oven beeped. So the pizza was done. He looked dead in my eyes and said, this is the worst part. I then watched this boy open the oven pull the pizza out with his bare hands, rack and all, screaming at the top of his lungs. <laughs> we never had a second date. <laughs> what? <laughs> Maggie, what? So my reason behind this one, all of the oven mitts fell behind the oven. And yeah. We don't have to but take you got them out and now we have to wash them. Because we like use a towel and shit. Normally, when there's like no oven mitt or something, I'll use like a paper towel or something to like grab it. But what do you do if you don't have that? You, you grab you it. You have a towel. By your hand. I'm just, I do. Or but a shirt. It, take your shirt you, off. And <laughs> but if you don't. Mikey, are you crying? <laughs> yes. Because I can see his logic. Mikey. Mikey. <laughs> Brandy. Mikey. This nigga thought his best solution Mikey. was to prepare the girl but first of for all, what she was about to see. <laughs> it's premeditated because he's like, this is the worst part. Look, You've been doing I this? I hate when this happens. <laughs> Y'all, Mikey is crying. <laughs> because I can see it. Mikey is crying. I can see a junior Mikey. high nigga. Like the, are, the, you this understand? is not junior high. <laughs> see, they said it was junior high. Oh. He was in junior high school. Where Just imagine parents? me looking you in your eyes. Where are the parents? Right before I pull out the DiGiorno. Where are the parents? <laughs> They're not there. This is a date night. It's a red box, you know, pizza, pizza, the movie. 
Mikey, why are you crying? Because I'm just imagining Y'all, somebody Mikey screaming at the top of it. You know from... that shit be hot. <laughs> I think he was sabotaging. <laughs> okay, alright. Okay. He was sabotaging. Because ain't no fucking way. <laughs> ain't no fucking way. I just I get it. That is stupid. However, I, I respect the attempt. Ain't no fucking way. That's the type of man you marry. No. He gonna do what he gotta do for you. That's the that's the that's the energy you want. Ain't that what people want no. in the relationship? Nope. I wonder where they are now. I wanna follow up to these stories. I am gonna try to get through this one. Okay. Okay. What you got? I don't think I'm gonna make it. Okay. <clears throat> the story of a Neopets ban. The story of a Neopets ban. Yeah. Ban. Okay. B A N. Got you. No, we all know what Neopets are. are they the little explain it for because the little pet things that's on like the keychains and you got to feed them and basically stay up all night or they die i never was good at it keeping sounds them like you're describing tamagotchis no like the neopets aren't they the the neopets was online oh was it yeah i did not fucking know what a neopet did you is. not have a neopet <laughs> um, oh okay well neopets is a virtual pet website you yes. can own virtual pets <laughs> And buy virtual okay. items for them using one or two virtual currencies. Okay. All right. So now that we know what Neopets are. Okay. It's all right. I remember when I was nine years old, Neopets taught me what cum meant. C-U-M. Not what an orgasm is, but what the word cum meant. I was posting on the Neoboards doing my nine-year-old thing. And all of a sudden, I was kicked off the forum and blocked. I was like, what the fuck? I'm nine. I just want to talk about my Jub Jub. His name was Jub in a tub. How clever is that? I know. Oh my God. So I investigated and it said I had been soft banned for using inappropriate language and it had the word like censored and I had to click on it to see what it said. So I do. And I see the word come, C-U-M, written in bold red letters, plain as the morning song, strung up and exposed to the brisk wind like freshly laundered linens. And was understandably offended, like, come on, guys, this has to be a mistake. I was just asking what was the best time to come to the ice caves and try to sneak some free shit from that ice snake bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that thing was always awake. It was. <laughs> I hate that I know what this is talking about. Go ahead. So my bitty nine-year-old brain was like, what the hell, Neopets? Maybe they just don't understand internet lingo. Like, obviously, I was using a hip and cool instant message shorthand to save my precious nine-year-old time. Mm -hmm. A girl's got shit to do. Like, damn. So, I was like, let's lay this to rest. I'm going to Google search this shit. Screenshot the definition. (laughs) And send it in an email to the CEO, Mr. Neopet himself. (laughs) Keep going. Lay down some knowledge on these fogies. So, my sweet little innocent friend... (laughs) (laughs) You can do this. Take a breath. Puff out your cheeks. It'll help. All right. There you go. To recap. Stop. (laughs) Okay. Go ahead. Okay. So my sweet little innocent fingers pull up (laughs) google.com. And type in the letters C-U-M. Mm-hmm. Expecting validation. <laughs> and let me tell you, friends. 
What I found shocked my innocent child psyche to the core. The root of who I was got ripped. (laughs) Keep going. The root of who I was got ripped to shreds, obliterated by the wood chipper that is as cruel or disgusting. (laughs) You have to read this whole shit. All right, go. Okay. The root of who I was got ripped to shreds, obliterated by the wood chipper that this that is this cruel and disgusting world we live in. <laughs> that day changed me. It was a crossroads of my life, and I was thrust down a path that I have yet to return. <laughs> <sighs> That's the <laughs> That's the story. That's my story. <laughs> Being nine years old and Googling come. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. That brought me a lot of joy. Okay. I remember when I first learned what come was. I think I may have been eight or nine, too. When did I know what come was? I'm going to double check real quick. I knew what quick. pre-cum was because my mommy's always say pre-cum can still get you pregnant. And so I was like, what? <laughs> so... <laughs> yeah. so so nah I, I remember when I was younger and I thought I knew what it was mm-hmm. but I didn't I knew because I was a kid but I didn't know because I was a kid I may have thought it was something else I was just saying the word because it was in songs and stuff but I remember when Peaches and Cream came out I had to google it to make sure I had the year right that was in 2001 my dad used to sing that song to my mom all the time because her nickname is Peaches and your dad is inappropriate yes Got it. deeply I could just sing Peaches and Cream around my baby Peaches of Cream. Actually, it's a <laughs> great song. It Very is. great metaphor, simile, all the things. I'm surprised you understood the metaphor. Shut the fuck up. Because you struggled Shut with up. Good Kisser. We'll, find, we'll, we'll talk about that on a later podcast. Now, um, nah, my sister was like, you don't even know what they say. I was like, yeah, I do. Like, all right, it was Peaches and Cream. I was like, they talking about peaches. <laughs> no. You oh, know, no. like the fruit. And then, you know, put the whipped cream on. And niggas just looking at me. Oh no! At this point, I'm nine. I'm not. I'm nine, ten years old. I was like, all right, Maggie. Oh no! This is what it is. My older sister is the worst and the greatest at the same time. Oh, I was like, no. oh, I knew what that was. I didn't know the word for it. You were just making it happen. It's your turn. <laughs> <laughs> all right, this is my last one. I found this one on Instagram. Okay. Instagram is my source for funny stories whenever I need one. Okay. It is also, I guess, a sex joke. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's let, let's do this. All right. So this one was just on funny stories. I just I literally searched funny stories. Okay. Second one to pop up. All right. I need to recover from the Neil Pitts story. I hope y'all heard that story. You can read it again and post. If you want. <laughs> All right. Name of this story is Voodoo Dick. Oh no. Yes. All right. So there was this guy. He often went away on work trips, far away from home. Long trips. While this man was away on trips, his wife would get very, very dissatisfied. Thus, she cheated on him. When he came back, she felt guilty. So she always told him. Well, after a while, the man got frustrated with his wife's adultery. So he went to an adult toy shop. He looked around, but he saw nothing special. The man knew that he needed something special, so he decided to tell the sales clerk, Hey, I need something really amazing for my wife. All I see here are normal toys. Well, there's a voodoo dick, but I don't want to sell you that, replied the clerk. Let me see it anyway, answered the man. The sales clerk took him into a room and pulled out a box. 
He opened the box and inside was something that looked like a normal, a normal toy. That's not special, cried the man. Ah, but look, voodoo dick, the door. The dick in the box got up and began to hump the door. What? I'll take that. But how do I get it to stop? The sales clerk, the sales, the sales clerk sold him the voodoo dick, then said simply, voodoo dick, the box. So the man took the voodoo dick back home to his wife and showed her how to get it to hump something. Then he left her for a trip. So in order to get the voodoo dick back, you just have to say voodoo dick, the box. The wife waited and waited, but she couldn't stand her urges. She took out the voodoo dick and said, voodoo dick, my vagina. It was the best she had ever known. And she kept at it for about three hours, then seven hours, then nine hours. Then she wanted out. She pulled and pulled, but in vain, for her husband had forgotten to tell her about the little trick with the box. Finally, she decided to go to the hospital to get it out. She drove kind of wacky, well, because there was something in her. Finally, a policeman pulled her over for driving erratically. But uh, she told the policeman of the voodoo dick to get out of the ticket. He laughed at her foolish story and said, voodoo dick my ass. Oh! <laughs> he cried. Oh, no. Mikey, what? <laughs> Mikey. <laughs> oh, my. Mikey. Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no. The voodoo dick. <laughs> oh no. That's my story. <laughs> oh no. Mikey, that was wild. It was. You Random. cut out the stuttery part. <laughs> I hope that I hope that this episode we never did a test. What you mean? <laughs> we never did a test. I'll tell you right now. We recording. Go ahead. Okay, hold up. All right. My story. This is your last one? No, I got I got two more. Oh, well, those are my three. So we, we can, you know, let's just, let's okay. dive into yours. All right. I do not know where I got this one from, but it is not mine. I'll find it in my history. Um, okay. This one is called Helicopter Ride. I'm hooked already. <laughs> Walter took his wife, Ethel, to the state fair every year. And every time he would say to her, Ethel, you know that I'd love to go for a ride in that helicopter. But Ethel would always reply, I know that, Walter, but that helicopter ride is $50, and $50 is $50. It's a lot of money. Finally, they went to the fair, and Walter said to Ethel, Ethel, you know I'm 87 years old now. If I don't ride the helicopter this year, I may never get another chance. Once again, Ethel replied, Walter, you know that helicopter is $50, and $50 <laughs> is $50. Go ahead. I feel this like I know where this is going. The helicopter pilot overheard the couple's conversation and said, Listen, folks, I'll make a deal with you. I'll take both of you for a ride. If you can both <laughs> if you can both stay quiet for the entire ride and not say a word, I won't charge you. But if you say just one word, it's fifty dollars. Walter and Ethel agreed and they went in the helicopter. The pilot performed all kinds of fancy moves and tricks, but not a word was said by either Walter or Ethel. The pilot did his death-defying tricks over and over again, but still there wasn't so much as one word said. When they finally landed, the pilot turned to Walter and said, Wow, I've got to hand it to you. I did everything I could to get you to scream or shout, but you didn't. I'm really impressed. Walter replied, Well, to be honest, I almost said something when Ethel fell out. <laughs> but fifty dollars 
It's fifty dollars. But fifty dollars is fifty dollars. Yes, Randy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Very nice. <laughs> I like that one. Oh, I did. So I got that one from laughgaff.com. So I'll, I'll I'll link these. That might be the website now. All right, all right, all right. I don't want you to just go from where I did have one as like a backup. Okay, I have, um, I do have one more. All right, so I found this one on Pinterest too. Okay. Um. All right. So, a father passing by his son's bedroom was astonished to see the bed was nicely made and everything was picked up. Then he saw an envelope propped up prominently on the pillow. It was addressed, Dad. With the worst premonition, he opened the envelope and read the letter with trembling hands. Dear Dad, it is with great regret and sorrow that I'm writing you. I had to elope with my new girlfriend because I wanted to avoid a scene with mom and you. I've been finding real passion with Stacy, and she is so nice. But I knew you would not approve of her because of her piercings, tattoos, tight motorcycle clothes, and because she is much older than I am. But it's not only the passion, Dad. She's pregnant. Stacy said that we would be very happy. She owns a trailer in the woods and has a stack of firewood for the winter. We share a dream of having many more children. Stacy has opened my eyes um, to the fact that marijuana doesn't really hurt anyone. We'll be growing it for ourselves and trading it with other people here in the commune. For all the cocaine and ecstasy that we want. Ooh. In the meantime, we'll pray that science will find a cure for AIDS so Stacy can get better. What? She doesn't deserve it. Don't worry, Dad. I'm 15 and I know how to take care of myself. Someday I'm sure that we'll be back to visit so you can get to know your many grandchildren. Love, your son, Joshua. P.S. None of the above is true. I'm over at Jason's house. I just wanted to remind you that there are worse things in life than the school report that's on the kitchen table. <laughs> oh, no. Call when it's safe for me to come home. Oh, no. Oh, no. How that hard are you hitting Drew? You would <laughs> I would absolutely. <laughs> I, oh, no. I would absolutely leave this letter. That's funny. I just See, leave her over perspective. there. I leave her over there. Be like, you know what? You're onto something. You stay over there. You stay over there. <laughs> just so I don't strangle you. <laughs> All right. My last one. All right. This one is from Cosmopolitan. Okay. The magazine. Um, okay. Once we invited a couple from church over to our house for the first time to watch a Bears game. At the time, my son was three or four and would refer to the teams by their jersey color. Well, that day they were playing the Falcons and the Bears were in white. A few minutes into the game, my son wanders up to me and quietly asks, which one's his bears? I told him it was a white team. To which he then shouts, yeah, we cheer for the white guys because we don't like black guys. Right, Dad? I had to awkwardly say, yes, the Falcons are wearing black. And today we do not like them because they're against the bears. Everyone laughed a bit, but there were some side glances. That's my story. But... That's not how you correct There's that in that moment. There's got to find a better way. There's absolutely a better way to fix that. <sighs> That's the stories. That's how it starts. All right, y'all. <laughs> so before we get into engagement, who do you think won? Mikey? I would have to say, because you're stupid and your choice of stories absolutely, absolutely had me rolling and brought tears to my eyes. <laughs> I would say that you won. I would say that you took it. You took it three to three, three to one. I'd give you the rounds three to one. I they agree. were close, but I'd give you three to one. I agree. 
Yeah. Yeah. I won. All right. Let's see what the people think. <laughs> yes. Y'all got to tell us who do you think won this episode for Funniest Stories? And we'll put a poll up on um, Instagram. On Instagram. After we, you know, play this episode and y'all hear it. Yeah. All right. So a few questions for engagement. What do you do when you need a break from grief? Do you have a funny story to share? Let us know. Shoot us an email at blackmillimare at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 770-750-4098. Or hit us up on social media and let us know what makes you laugh when you're grieving. It's time for Randy and Mike's Fight or Flight. They've held it in all week, but you gon' hear it tonight. Don't really matter who is wrong or right, cause it's fight or flight. When you bring your child home for the first time, you want a baby monitor you can trust. When you choose Stork, you choose technology trusted to monitor 10 million babies in hospitals every year. Stork continuously tracks your baby's pulse rate, oxygen saturation, and temperature. Visit MassimoStork.com to learn more. Stork, a revolutionary baby monitor, is born. Stork is not a medical device. Read and understand all product labeling. Massimo data on file. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Fight or flight? All right. This one is pretty straightforward. Okay. It all starts in 2008. Paul. A young Mikey. Well, you weren't engaged in 2008. Uh, you said I, the can, fight. Are you going to let me talk? You said that this was from when we were engaged. It is. That's when it started. But before it started, it started. Oh, okay. Go before ahead. Batman became Batman, he had to become the Batman. And he had to do some shit before he got to that point. But it's all relative. Okay. Now, I'm trying to tell the story of how I'm Batman. Got it. Let me be Batman. It all starts in 2008. A young... <laughs> I'm not doing that. All right. I love you. Do you remember that I taught you how to drive? Yes. You do? Do you remember one of the first times like I gave you a lesson? I was just really like, you know, like, you know, when you're behind the wheel of the car, you're in control. Mm-hmm. And I just tried to do all of the things to just like build confidence in you because when you're driving, you need to be confident. You need to be comfortable. You know, like that's how you, you should move through these streets. Mm-hmm. There was one time we were driving and you almost ran my car into a bowl. Mm-hmm. When we were turning the corner, you was heading back to your dad's house. Do you remember? Yes, I do. How do you remember me reacting? You were very upset. Was I very upset? Yes. You were like, ready? What? what, what? It was the first time you ever like expressed upset with me. And then you made me switch seats with you. Did I? Yeah. Right there in the street or when we got to the house? No, we were pulled. I had to stop. We had just turned on 2nd Avenue exactly to Jose. And, yes. And I almost hit the pole. Mm-hmm. And we had to stop the car to breathe because you were stressed. And we switched seats. Got you. Did I ever let you drive again after that? Yes. Many times, right? Mm-hmm. Still continue to encourage you. You got more practice. This is Mikey's car. That's why this is a big deal. Because yeah. I practice in Mikey's car. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> he took lots of chances. All right. Mm-hmm. When we uh, we were in college, uh, I sold my car. I sold my car. I got another car. That car ended up being terrible. Mm-hmm. Sold that car. Got another car. That car ended up running up its use. Mm-hmm. Sold that car. Got another car. Um, this one was the one I told the story about going to Ohio. Mm-hmm. Fun times. Air in the engine. No bueno. <laughs> no longer uh, good for me to drive. Episode two. 
sold that car, and then I was given my sister's Mitsubishi Galan. Mm-hmm. Do you remember this? Yes, I do. It was a really, it was, it, oh man, I, we drove the thing to the wheels fell off. It, it did exactly what it needed to do for the time it needed to do it, mm-hmm. but it was a terrible car. Mm-hmm. It was absolutely terrible. But during that time, you got your first car. Mm-hmm. Really big deal, right? Mm-hmm. Do you remember how you were with your first car? Yeah, I liked my first car. You, yeah, you loved your first car. It was your first car. You took care of it. It was, you know, it was your baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the Sentra. Not the the Versa. Oh, okay, the Sentra. You yeah. got the Sentra. Yeah. It, was, it was your baby. So, you, but you sold the Sentra and you got the Versa. Mm-hmm. It was your, it was a new car. You were excited. Mm-hmm. It was great, right? Mm-hmm. And you took care of it. You sold that, gave it to your brother as a mm-hmm. Christmas gift. But you love the car regardless, right? Mm-hmm. Just cars. Just just giving a little bit of history here as to why cars are important. Okay. I then got a new car, mm-hmm. and that is the car that we we have right now. Mm-hmm. It's only ours. You remember how I was when when I first had my car. Mm-hmm. It wasn't exactly what I wanted, but it's mine. So I love it. Like, I love all of my cars. I take care of it, named it. You treat it well, right? Then we had a baby. Mm-hmm. Fast forwarding a little bit here in the story. We had a baby, and this baby also became a patron in this car. She did. She became she came part of this car. Now, she hasn't quite yet learned what it means to be a patron in a Chapman car, but she will. Just give her some time. You, however, have ridden in Chapman cars for over a decade. Been about 10 years, would you say? What is your fight? My fight is, you're an adult, right? Uh-huh. I'm just, just getting confirmation for some things. When you bring these snacks down into the car for your child to eat, mm-hmm. do you not want to give it to her in a way where she not just throwing it all over the car? What do you mean, do I not want to give it to her in a way? How do you think I give the snacks to you? I feel like you just give it to her and say, here, launch these around because daddy doesn't care. You are blaming I am your fighting with child. you right now. Yes. You're blaming me. I'm blaming you for, for our child's, child's actions. actions. Absolutely. Because of the amount of snacks that you give her in the back of this car. You're full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel. A couple of days ago, I cleaned out this entire car. Mm-hmm. Bottles that were just left behind. Because you don't know no better. That's fine. Cups. Just random shit that's just laying around. And today, today after I dropped her off, I looked around again and I realized there's just a whole bunch of shit again. And you think it's me. I blame you. Yes. Why? Why isn't it you? You also pick her up. I do. Sometimes and, and none give her of the snacks, snacks that, sh- that are in there were snacks that I gave you her. You want to know why, why none of the snacks are in there? Because why? when she gets in the car, when I pick her up sometimes, mm-hmm. she eats the snacks that she threw in the morning. No. Dry cereal. How Mm-mm. are you going to tell me that? What because she's I eating? throw them out. No, you don't. I throw them out. Mikey, I can't tell you how many times I've seen your daughter put an old ass Cheerio, bunch of crunch, or cap. you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking <laughs> about. The cereal, the crunch berry cereal <laughs> in her mouth. When I tell her I have fruit snacks and juice for you, she finds all the stuff mm-hmm. she throws when she's with you you're thinking that that's from earlier and like just it's just still there from like, when i gave it to she her she don't get cereal and stuff for me and when <laughs> i pick her up who else is taking our child to school unless you're not driving in the car with her <laughs> and there's somebody else i like the way you did that i'm just saying that was a, that was a good argument so you're not going to take any I'm responsibility fighting. for the fact that i ain't give her none of them damn cheeses that's back there right now cheese it cheese it's whatever it's a whole bunch of just snacks just sprinkled around in the back seat ain't no it's like she did it on purpose oh none your fight is with Drew. My fight is with you. Why? Because why aren't you telling your daughter not to throw snacks so that your dad don't trip? Because I'm keeping my eyes on the road so I can get us all home. Oh, okay. Is that really your fight? That is my so fight. So you have nothing wrong with me. I have lots of the things wrong with episode. you. Why don't you respect the car? So you have nothing. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with me since our last episode. I love it. All right. Are you going to fight or flight? I fought. But I don't think that you... I guess I did. What I was saying because you just put it on Drew. Paul, what? (laughs) (laughs) 
so you don't have a fight. The way that you're looking at me right now is terrible. I love it. Why are you looking at me like this? I love it. I do have a fight. What's your fight? Why you don't be cleaning his car? What? Or telling your child not to throw shit. One or the other. Why don't I be cleaning the car? Yes. Or telling your child not to throw shit? Yes. It's not my car. (laughs) (laughs) So you see why I laid out the beginning of this argument before we started stuff? That's your car. That's crazy. I thought that I taught you to respect. It's your car. My car. All right. Hey, all right. That's where you're going to leave it. Thank you for your honesty. (laughs) (laughs) PDA. I don't know why you sound blown out. I hope that's not how it sounds when I Maybe it. turn it down a little bit. No, we're at the end. All right. Okay. PDA. Mm-hmm. All right. So you go first because. Okay. It's been a minute. What's up? Since I've done a PDA like this. That's never really but a it's good sign. warranted. Okay. The other day we had. Some <laughs> <laughs> okay. We had some great sex. Mm-hmm. To all the women out there, y'all know that the sex after the period is always the best sex because you've gone a minute without sex. Mm-hmm. And especially if you're on the pill. I'm agreeing. Like, I'm. A, this is for the women that you're talking to. Okay. It was so good. I I told you I would get a real job. <laughs> I told you I would start bringing in consistent income. She said this shit during Patreon.com slash Black Men in Marriage. I can't. I said, you. God bless you. <laughs> God bless you. That is my PDA. God bless you. I hope you live a long, 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 long time. It was so good. You're stupid. I hope you were thinking of me when you were doing that to me (laughs) because it was so good. And I just feel very blessed and highly favored. Mm -hmm. It was so good. I was out of like, I was just like, what? You were talking to me. And you weren't responding. I felt high. Okay. I was like, did I smoke? Like, that's how I was starting to, I was starting to be confused about my reality. Mm -hmm. Like, what is, what is the truth? (laughs) Like, what is, (laughs) what is the truth? So. So you started asking universal questions. Yes, I I was having an existential crisis. Got you. I was like, am I real? Is, is any of this real? I think that you're a great advertisement for married sex. Like the positive experience (laughs) of married sex. I really enjoy myself. So thank you. <laughs> it was so good. Like I, I've been thinking about it. I've been think. I've been thinking about it. You know that could be like your like every day. Like yes. If you, just, just put it out there. It was wonderful. Okay. Love you. Like I want to have more cycles, and That's, then like it's not the. Is that like a that, form of edging? Like we just wait a week. No. And th- so maybe that's the trick. So let's not have no, sex again. I the spend next the week. day edging. Let's no, I, not, I'm good. No. Well, so I when, think that that's no. I think that's a terrible idea. I think that we should. It's it it that didn't happen that way strictly because you came off your period. It happened that way because I have been plotting on you for a minute. Well, I want you to continue to plot. No worries. I've been plotting on you all day. So if you want to go ahead and turn off these microphones, we can do some things. We need to finish this episode because okay. we said so after we finish recording, just putting it out there. We can disturb Don't the upstairs me. neighbors. No, because your mom is awake. <laughs> I do not give a fuck right <laughs> I now. I do because who you know? I just prayed you never, ever catches us she won't until we have like a door that was me knocking on wood because because my god i love you and you're welcome i love you too okay you're stupid what's your pda my pda is more appropriate oh okay for children who may be listening to this podcast i 
I hope. Um, I definitely <laughs> click explicit when I upload it to the platform. Please don't listen to this for child babies. Not suitable for um, work. So home. mine is, is just you know pretty straightforward. So I got my first paycheck, and there's a long story associated with that. However, first paycheck in a minute. It was extremely important to me that I did something to take care of you. So for Mother's Day, one of the only gifts that I could give you was the gift of a haircut. Yes. <laughs> and you got your haircut. I did. And every time you get your haircut, you act like a nigga who got a haircut. I feel like myself. You just remember who you are. Yes. You start dressing different. You start acting different. <laughs> it's 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 night and day to compare it to the person who had grown their hair out for maybe three weeks to the person who's cutting their hair right now. Yeah, you I just become a different it. person. It's it's hilarious to watch. Um, while I already knew what you were talking about when it was me, because that's just how we work. Um, it's just funny to watch, but you look absolutely beautiful, and I love I love fresh cut Randy. Thank you. The person you become. That also may have added to sex the other night. It was really great. <laughs> it was just like, I, it was wonderful. You look absolutely beautiful. Thank you. Long, short, doesn't matter. Love your hair. Thank you. Though I do sometimes when we're having sex, swear I have long hair. I'm like, I still have my I tried to grab your hair and then the other night. I turn my neck, you know, like I, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I'm bald. I found a way to get a really good grip into like the thicker curls at the top of your fade. Like you hold my neck. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it actually feels very comfortable. It's fine. Like I really think more women should cut their hair because you can have your neck grip, the back of your neck. Maybe it's like as very a man, because because there's no hair, it just means that I have to choke you more. Maybe that also means like lends something to. No, I think you should do whatever you want. Got you. Call to action. Yeah, the Black Millennial Marriage Podcast <laughs> is hosted and co-produced by Mikey and Randy Chapman. All episodes of the Black Millennial Marriage Podcast are edited by Randy Chapman at Wordy Productions, a podcast management company. The podcast management company. We are now and still available on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and all your favorite streaming services. Rate us and review us. Five stars. Five stars, please. And tell us what you actually like about the stuff. That's yeah. where the review parts come in. Yes. Say, like write say something words. out, please. Thank please. you. The Black Millennial Marriage Podcast Fight or Flight Jingle was created by the Ebony Janae at Janae's Jingles. Details in our show notes. To support our podcast, consider joining us at patreon.com slash black millennial marriage. There you will get edited, ad-free episodes, Zoom meeting with us. We are now on Discord. We're on Discord. We're doing all the things, y'all. We're learning more about the things. And we want y'all to be over there for the things. Yes, participate in the things. So these accounts can stop overdrafting so that we can build a community. And be sure to check out our <laughs> website, www.blackmillennialmarriage.com. Follow us on social media platforms. On Instagram, we are... Black Millennial Marriage. On Facebook, we are... Black Millennial Marriage Podcast. And on Twitter, we are... At underscore the Chapmans. Thank you for listening, y'all. As always, be blessed. Don't settle. Fight clean. Peace. When you get, when you get, 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 get. One, two, three, let me step into the moon. Am I the one you see when you get up in the moon? At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.